0: Chapter 16 of the Tale of Old Mr. Crow by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. A tight fit. Now, a certain thing happened that made Mr. Crow change his mind about staying north for the winter. It had something to do with nuts and Frisky Squirrel and sandy chipmunk but that is another story and you may have already heard it anyhow mr crow suddenly decided that he would have to fly southward after all he was disappointed because he didn't like the thought of having to make so long a journey moreover he had his new blue coat with the yellow spots which mr frog had made for him it was a handsome coat and everybody said it was very becoming to mr crow but he knew it was altogether too warm to wear to his home in the south where the weather was sure to be mild i'll have to leave my new coat behind he said to himself in a sad voice it's almost too heavy to wear even here though it is fall i hate to do it but i'd better take it off and hide it somewhere there might be some cold days next spring where i'd be glad of a thick warm coat so the old gentleman started to unbutton his new coat which he had worn all day ever since mr frog had slipped it on him early in the morning anyone might think that it would have been an easy matter to unbutton the coat for Mr. Frog had sewed a double row of big brown buttons down the front of it. But for some time Mr. Crow fumbled with one of them in vain. "'Ha!' he exclaimed at last. "'This is stupid of me. I'm trying to unbutton the wrong row of buttons.' Then he fumbled with one of the buttons of the other row. But strange to say, he was no more successful than before." He struggled with all the buttons in that row-there were five of them-and then he tried the other five, one after another. mr Crow couldn't understand it. He wanted more than ever to take the coat off, because his efforts to unbutton it had made him quite warm. I shall have to get somebody to help me, he said at last. It may be my eyesight is failing though i hadn't noticed before that there was anything the matter with it there's my cousin jasper jay i'll ask him to unbutton my coat and he called to jasper who had just alighted on a stump not far away to mr crow's dismay his cousin refused to assist him i know you too well said jasper jay you want to play some trick on me If the buttons were on the back of your coat i might help you but they're right in front of you and they're so big that a blind person couldn't help finding them even on the darkest night no you can't fool me this time very well mr crow croaked if you won't help me there are plenty of other people who will be glad to and he flew away in something very like a temper to mr crow's surprise he couldn't find anyone that would unbutton his new coat for him like jasper Jay. everybody was afraid that mr crow meant to play a trick on him mr crow was beginning to be frightened he had called on all his friends in pleasant valley except one and if that one should refuse mr Crow didn't know what he could do. He had liked his spotted coat, but now he began to hate it, and he wanted to slip out of it and never see it again. So mr Crow hurried over to the swamp where fatty coon lived. End of chapter sixteen recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC.